Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Saginaw Valley State bowling coach Phil Platko. Phil is a USBC Silver Certified Coach. He has over 12 years of coaching experience of Team USA members, both past and present, college bowling, helped out junior gold players as well. Phil, want to thank you for joining myself and Coach K. Steve Klumpkin today. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's really, uh, it's really an honor to, uh, I've heard several of your shows, so it's really an honor to be on with you guys at this time. Well, let's talk about you're the head bowling coach at Saginaw Valley State University. You guys have four national championships, have been one of the meccas for people, for collegiate players and bowling, tons of big names. Just talk about some of the memories and history of the school. You know, it's really cool uh, because I was, out, I was out in Las Vegas for so long uh, to see uh, the history and, or to see what was going on with Dan Dorian and what he was creating out here. It was pretty cool, very special to see. It would make some trips out west. And uh, it was always good to uh, to see Dan. I knew Dan when I was out, and I grew up in this area in, in Saginaw, Michigan, uh, until I was about 20, 21 years old, and I moved out west. But then, when Dan and the guys would come out, uh, get to get a little caught up with them. But it was real cool to see the history or what he was creating out here in in, uh, in Saginaw. Very small, very small school. You know, 10,000 people, nine nine thousand to eleven thousand people is your enrollment, and uh, real cool. But uh, then to now, uh, and I've had the pleasure of bowling with some of the alumni and stuff like that with Shad Bowling Nationals, and obviously um, uh, with some great PBA players with uh, Dan McClellan and, and those guys. So real cool history here, and it's been created by a, a man who just passed away, uh, you know, a couple months ago with Dan Dorian. So it's uh, very sad to see. But uh, his legacy, legacy still lives on with uh, uh, with what what worked creating and moving forward with here at Saginaw Valley now. So, Yeah, he definitely did an awesome job, and, and, and you know, it was a, a real treat to see that as well. You know, I'm bowling collegiately at Wichita State, and we competed against Saginaw Valley State for many years, and they were always a real strong, powerful uh, team and program. And uh, uh, SVSU just selected to be part of the Storm Collegiate Bowling Sponsorship Program. What does that mean to you, Phil? You know, I mean, it's, it's, again, it's, it's an honor. We're truly blessed here to have an opportunity to bowl with literally, you know, the bowlers company. Um, you guys are creating some amazing brands out on bowling and collegiately. Um, I spoke to this uh, a lot when, uh, Aaron Lorenz, um, who basically is, is our leader. He graduated last year, um, from bowling and, uh, he's staying on to lead, um, and it's just an opportunity to uh, to take our program to the next level, and you guys, uh, Storm and the Bowling Company are 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 helping us uh, do that. You know, so uh, it's, I can't. It's just a great opportunity for us here in Saginaw. So we're we're truly humbled by the uh, opportunity. So again, I'm going to say this a lot, but thanks, Steve, and all you guys over there for allowing us to do this. Well, yeah, let's, uh, could you go into just, just what does it mean to have Storm behind you guys with the equipment and the versatility of, of some of Storm's equipment that you're able to take a bowling ball and, number one, you can drill it up in different ways, but then the other thing that Storm does great, and we've talked to some of the, the pro staffers about this, is they know what their, their, their step-down ball is, their move. When this ball starts hooking too much, they can go to this 
this ball and it's going to be fine, or they can move left at this ball. How does that? How does that help your collegiate players much like it does the uh, the national tour guys? Probably a little different. We have college kids. You know, college is is at, it, it's it's an amazing level of bowling. It's obviously not the PBA tour, but uh, the way the college pro, the way the lane conditions seem to break down in college. We have to we have to have bowling balls like on the spot ready to go. So I'll take an IQ for example. My second full year of of, of coaching now. When I got out there, I was like, wow, these IQs are, are really really dynamic balls. They were just out there, out there, out there. So I really started looking at them, and I really started changing the cover stocks. I would get some down to a thousand, some down to five hundred, based on the the player and the skill level and what we were trying to do for that particular pattern. But then I would also throw it on a spinner, take it back up or get it back to box to then take it back down again or shine it. So we would literally have steps and, and I use the IQ because that's been the most dynamic ball for us. And I see it out collegiately also. Um, I use the IQ because um, I can do anything with that ball with for these kids, whether it's 1,000 polish, 500 polish, you know, take it back up to 4,000. So we could literally go from there and then all of a sudden we'd say, okay, guys, we need a pearl ball. And then what would all my guys bring it out? They would all bring out high roads and high road pearls and victory rural, vict- you know, victory pearls and stuff like that. So just uh, just an amazing uh, blend of bowling balls that you guys have created. And and it's not just our team out there. I, you know, I watched the, the Robert Morris's of the world, um, and they all have them on. Um, I think we were bowling. We were bowling a couple teams last year. I looked down on the rack as I was being – I was up front uh, coaching – there was 12 balls on the rack, five of them from our team, five of them from the other team, and every one of them were an IQ. Every ball is an IQ. I'm like, how does anybody even find their bowling balls anymore? So, again, hats off to you guys. Yeah, different colored finger grips or something is probably necessary in that situation. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they go to now, but <laughs> just the versatility of your guys' stuck and cover stocks. You know, what, drilling them, yeah, that, that that's a factor, but for me, uh, the covers – um, and I really stress that to our kids. Covers, 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 covers. Let's get these things right. So, And that's what you guys give us. Hey, how important to you is uh, classroom education and performance in the classroom for the student-athletes? You know, there's a lot of emphasis on you know, when you're bringing someone in on their bowling talent, but do you also look at their academics as well? Yeah, for us here, um, and, 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 and there, there's been a past here, but moving forward, when, when Aaron says, hey, you want to come? coach this team uh, and come help me out here. And I'm like, absolutely. But I said, we have to really look at a few things. And uh, um, I, I, we really focus. We're, we're a club team, and but we run it under athletic rules. So we have study hall. We have community service. Our kids have to do four hours a week of study hall. Um, they have to do four hours a month of, of community service. So, um, and we have to and we have, we have, uh, uh, tutors and stuff like that. So we really, our focus is these kids graduate. Our focus is our GPA. So we've literally increased our GPA from a two to a 2.5 in the last 12 months. Um, and for me, that's everything. Cause l- let's face it. We all know that with the PBA tour, the way it is, um, less than 1% of these kids are going to have a shot at making money afterwards. So our only shot of making them successful is through school. So, um, that is definitely Aaron and I's focus. And again, now with Christy Kerr, we brought Christy Kerr on as our, uh, we have a girls team now. Uh, Christy Kerr, uh, we're all on the same page. We have to educate these kids. It's the most important thing. 
So, Phil, what is the best way for someone who's been listening to this show who's in high school, what is the best way to reach out to you guys and, and get you their info and say they want to, you know, everything fits, the education fits, what they're looking for, and they want to come and bowl for you guys up in Saginaw? What we've created here and what, what I've created here is I said that I would never turn down a high school student that wanted to bowl in college. So I created a developmental program here. And what that allows high school kids and their parents they, academically, they, if they fit, if they're, if they're one, of the, one of the things that fits for them academically, they can come here and bowl. I don't care if they're 150, 160. Um, so basically, it's a redshirt freshman deal. Um, they sit out a year. Um, they'll pay a small fee for coaching, for free bowling for the whole year, and we develop them. Uh, and this has worked out really good because we never turn a bowl away. We're continuing to, to grow the game through developmental. Uh, and so any kid that doesn't feel that they can make it, at, at a collegiate level, I say wrong. I say, you know what? You come bowl with me, red shirt, me and Aaron and the coaching staff here will will get them to the next level so they can experience collegiate bowling at the next level, which is probably the most, I always say it's, I say high school bowling on steroids, probably the correct term is times 10. High school bowling times 10 is what college bowling is for everybody. So I, I, it's, I want them to come here academically, right fit, We'll make them better. That's our promise to them and their parents. Hey, tell us a little bit. Now, you've mentioned Aaron's name a couple of times now, Aaron Lawrence. Tell us what he does mm-hmm. for you and for the program. You know, Aaron, um, actually, after Dan um, and the, the college separated, uh, Aaron stayed on to help keep the team going. And he literally brought me on probably about six to eight months afterwards. Aaron Lawrence, obviously a great, he was a collegiate All-American, was on TV. A few months later, he, uh, he was in a summer swing uh, up in Wisconsin when he, uh, he only made a PBA show up there. Uh, I say up there, I don't even know where I'm in Michigan. So, yeah, over there in Wisconsin. Um, so a great player, a uh, great leader, a great business person, uh, just a great person to make this game better in our area. He's very passionate about it. So. Um, one of our focuses were to continue to grow high school bowling in our area. And, and we're both on the same path uh, or same thought process of growing the game. So um, he's basically kept this program going to what it is now and to where it will be, obviously, to keep the legacy of Dan Dorian going and, and, and you know, all the people who have been through here. So um, I, we, we owe everything to Aaron. And we've kept the structure in place. We've added a few things, and uh, we're we're moving forward. And he's he's he he will be the face of our program. You know, obviously, with not having uh, you know Dan McClellan and Bill O'Neill and Brian Wallacek around anymore. Um, so Aaron will be the face of the program uh, in the future. So it's a it's a good thing. It's a very positive thing. So F- Phil, you're also the hiring manager at Stardust Lanes up there, and I want to. This is kind of a two-part question, but I want to find out your thoughts. What do the collegiate players and the co- kids that you're coaching, what are their thoughts regarding league play? Because I know that's one of the things that, you know, frankly, like like we were talking a little bit earlier, it's been a struggle for the USBC to keep league bowlers, but yet necessarily collegiate bowling and high school bowling is, has never been more popular. So what, what are they telling you, and what are you guys doing up in that area to keep people interested in leagues, and then more specifically, to keep the younger players interested in leagues? Yeah, man, that's a great question. If I had the answer for that, we wouldn't, we bowling wouldn't be shrinking around the country. Um, you know, and, and that's the true matter of it is. And, and I don't want to go into the USBC thing because we always have, we have our, we have our, 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 
I have my opinion about that. So let me keep the USBC out of it. But when I look at when I look at college bowling, when I look at high school bowling, I'm not happy with some of the high school rules and it's state to state it's different. But when I look at high school bowling and see young people and truly my passion is to grow young people in the sport. So when I look at young people across high school bowling, and I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this a little bit because it, it kinda irritates me as far as uh, the high schools and even a couple in this area. When I see kids who are on a football team, on a basketball team, on a baseball team, but then I look at those kids who don't fit in with anybody else. You look over and they're, you know, they, they, they just don't, they don't fit the shape of that, your prototypical athlete. But then you look over and they're throwing a bowling ball and you're like, aha, we've got them. Educationally, they're, 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 they're usually, they're, you know, they're really good kids, educated well. But yet they can't they can't do anything but ball, right? So here's the thing: what I see is, and I see all these jocks from all the other sports, and I see this kid that doesn't fit in with these jocks. But yet I see him on the high school bowling team. But then guess what? They all fit in. So what 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 bowling does differently than any other sport? And I'm I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent because this is what I see every day in high school bowling. Is I see these kids that don't fit in all come together for a greater cause, and that's to win. And that gives that one or two or that three kids that don't play the other high school sports, it gives them a chance to be a part of something that's way, way bigger than sports. And that's that's camaraderie, that's team, that's life going forward. So I've really made it my passion to make sure that that high school sports are, are getting involved more with um, – try, I'm trying to connect the gap from high school to college, get these kids into – into that. So, so now let me back up a little bit. Our, our USBC needs to get more involved what's going on with the governing bodies in high schools around the country. More involved meaning just keep pushing. Ball manufacturers, Storm included, need to start looking at high school because that's the segue into collegiate. And then maybe we'll continue to grow the game there. Now look, I'm not involved in the sport in Las Vegas, in a pro shop. I don't know exactly what's going on around the country. I am stuck in mid-Michigan. But from this area, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely, it's mm, trying to say something that, uh, let's just say we need to continue to grow the game from the high school level and, and lower, middle school, high school. But, you know, that's truly why I'm doing this, is to connect those high school kids that don't fit in into high school bowling, into then college bowling. So uh, to grow league bowling in this area, it's all part of uh, all part of the same situation um, that we that we've been facing for years. So I probably kind of went off on a tangent there, and I apologize about that. But you know that's that's my passion. That's why I coach. I I, I do my best every day to grow this game um, with young people and their and their parents. So. Sorry if I went off on a tangent there, guys. Hey, but. <laughs> hey, we can we can definitely hear the passion. Believe me, we need passionate people in our sport. Hey, last question I have for you, Phil. Just tell us a little bit about your bowling. Personally, you know, we grew up bowling together in Vegas. There, I know you've um, known you for many many years now. You've been you know quite an amazing bowler yourself. Are you still bowling on the lanes and still competing in tournaments and stuff? Or are you just strictly <laughs> kind of focusing your time on coaching? You know, I focus 99% of my time on coaching. It, it, for me, I've kind of lost the fire um, where I, I get a, I, I, I watched a couple 300 here in the league last night uh, at Stardust, and that excites me more knowing that I've helped that person 
shoot that award score for me. Yeah, whatever, 50, 60, 300s, bunch of 800s competed, uh, you know, at a high level from an amateur uh, setting, but I don't have the fire to compete against. I don't want to go out there and bowl Bill O'Neill. I, I don't want to go out there and bowl Steve Clunkin anymore. That was hard enough when I, when we were 21 to have to bowl you. Um, I just don't, I don't want to do that, but I have all the skills to be able to create that in the kids who do, um, from just being 48 years old and going through what, what you and I've gone through when we were kids to where we are now in the game. So you guys create the bowling balls and you'll have guys like me at 48, Aaron Lawrence at 23, 24, we'll continue to grow the game. And and now if we can get the PBA and the USBC, I'm going to throw a little dig in here, to start working together and we all work together, then the game will be much better versus where it's at now. So I, I believe that it's their responsibility to make this better. As far as me bowling, it's not about me. I can go out and create five of me's just nicer when I was 21, but we'll continue to grow the game. So, but you know, I really, there's a lot of memories when we, when see, when you got in touch with me, we had a lot of cool times with Brent Bartman of the world, just kind of going out, hanging out, eating, uh, showboat lanes. Gosh, man, there's a lot of hit, a lot of history there. So, but again, I don't, you know, it's just an amazing opportunity for you guys to, to, to look at a smaller school like this, but then to help us. So I know that we're doing the right things. And the word's getting out there that we are doing the right things here in, in, in middle America, uh, middle, in middle, middle Michigan. So, <laughs> All right. Well, great stuff. Again, joining us today was Coach Phil Platko. Phil is the Saginaw Valley State Bowling coach, uh, head coach there. And, uh, Phil, thanks again for joining us. We're going to have to have you back on. can definitely hear the passion in your voice regarding our sport. And <laughs> you know what? All these ideas, they all have to get brought to the table because you know what? That's how ideas, you know, that's how things people get thinking and that's how critical thinking involves. And that's why people, that's how things get changed. It really does. And again, thanks, Tim. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Storm. I, you know, I can't say enough. It's, uh, it's a great honor, so I really appreciate it.